Yo and hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. This is the fifth episode of the League of Fantasy Legends podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Chris Benedict, your host, aka Pistons Wish, and we've got another great show for you today. We're looking at a super week. That's right, it's the super week of LCS. We're going to have three games. we got games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I hope you guys are ready. we got to get our lineups in a little early. We're dropping the episode a day early this week, so we're going to have a great time. Catch me on Twitter. It's at LFLpod. we got a lot of good stuff there. Always posting my thoughts. You can catch us on YouTube, too. We're going to splice up the show and put it there in little bite-sized segments. A little bit easier to digest. And so without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Today's question of the day. Who will be the number one player at the end of the spring split? So to answer this question, I figured we'd start at where we are one third of the way through the season. Who are the current top five players? Number five right now is Jose Deodo out of FlyQuest. Number four, Takui from FlyQuest. Number three is Closer out of 100 Thieves. Number two is Johnson out of FlyQuest. Number one is FBI out of 100 Thieves. The reason this is a little different from what my last episode said is I'm talking sleeper leagues right now. Last time I was talking DFS leagues, and the scoring is slightly different. I feel like I should give a shout out. Han Sama right now is sitting sixth in total points. And so let's go through those and see who we think has a chance. Number five right now, Jose Deodo. He has no chance. Unfortunately, because I really like him. I think he's a good player. Uh, I just don't think FlyQuest is going to stay on the same pace that they've been at. And I don't think the junglers are going to be able to keep pace with the ADs. And so with those two combined, I don't think Jose has a chance. Number four right now is Takui from FlyQuest. Uh, again, I love him. I think his chance is really, really slim. I feel like so far what he's given us is kind of at his peak. I'd be surprised if he's able to raise it a little bit higher, considering he's already been one of the best mid laners in the league. And so I really can't expect him to continue or even improve there. Even with how, how bullish I am on FlyQuest compared to most other analysts. Current third place is Closer. I think it's possible, but again, I don't think the jungler is going to be able to keep up with the ADs. I think it could happen, uh, but what would have to happen is 100 Thieves would have to finish top two, and I think they would also have to start start to play around other lanes, really try to try to play around Someday, try to play around Abadage, and I just don't think they're going to do that because of how successful they've been playing around the bot lane. Number two right now is Johnson on a fly quest. I think it's possible, but I think it's really unlikely, just because I don't think FlyQuest is going to stay quite as hot as they've been. I think if they finish top three at the end of the split, and their games continue to go how they have now, with a lot of late-game team fights, I think it could happen, but it's just not what I'm expecting. The current number one player, it's got to be the odds-on favorite to be the top player at the end of the season two, is FBI from 100 Thieves. Uh, I expect them to be top two at the end of the year. I think they're going to continue to play through him, like I said. Their games are a little messier than TL's. They're kind of relying on the late game team fighting. They've been good early, but their games have been late. They've had a lot of kills. And so I think he's got to be the answer. Han Sama, I think, is is the second favorite. I think he'll finish number two uh, just because they're such a consistent team. I don't think he's ever going to put up those dud games that we see from some other ADs. And so I think he'll finish second. He's got a chance to catch FBI if 100 Thieves falters, but I don't think 100 Thieves is going to falter. And so my take on the number one overall player at the end of the spring split 
It's FBI from 100 Thieves with the honorable mention Hansama. And since we've got so much to talk about this week with our super week, then we're going to go ahead and move right into the games. Last week, my picks, I went six and four. What I'm going to do this week, we're going to go through each game, and then at the end of each day, I'm going to give my favorite DFS plays, so it can be a little more tidy. The first game of Friday, it's Dig versus C9. C9 is minus 210 favorites. Again, if you guys aren't familiar with sports betting, that means you would have to bet $210 to win 100. So they're pretty heavy favorites. Vegas's kill number is at 23 and a half. This is a game I, I like C9 to win. I think they'll bounce back after a rough week, but uh, I'm avoiding all these players. I'm not playing a single one of them. Uh, I'm not. If you've got dig players this week, I would drop them in your sleeper leagues. I would not put them in your DFS lineups. I just don't love them. I think both of these teams play really slow. Neither team has been great for fantasy, so I'm avoiding all of them. The second game is Evil Geniuses versus FlyQuest. Evil Geniuses is minus 200 favorites. The kill number is at 24.5. This has to be the game of the week, I think across all three days. Evil Geniuses has underperformed so much, and FlyQuest has overperformed. Clearly Vegas does not believe in FlyQuest, as they made Evil Geniuses pretty heavy favorites. But I do believe in FlyQuest. I'm taking FlyQuest here. I don't mind the players from either team. I think this game will be close, but, but I lean FlyQuest here, and so I don't mind their players. Game 3 is going to be Immortals versus CLG. Immortals is minus 159 favorites. Kills, kill score is at 25.5. I think this game's a total toss-up. It's a coin flip. I'm going to pick CLG. I think the game could get bloody. Uh, I'm not sure. Because I'm not sure about the game, I'm unsure about picking these players. Uh, but I think if you're confident that one team will win over the other, I think there's going to be a lot of kills this game. And so I think it's going to be a good pick. In fact, I could even see a situation where picking the losing team in this game isn't going to be super detrimental because of how bloody I think it'll get. Game 4 is TSM versus 100 Thieves. 100 Thieves is minus 500 favorites, huge favorites, and the kill score is at 24.5. I am all in on 100 Thieves for this one. I think it's a stomp, and I think it could be a bloody stomp. If you remember back from my first episode, if you guys have been around... Uh, the first recap episode, what we learned is that you want to target TSM. They really just allow a lot of points. It's a little bit of an outlier last week with their game against C9, just because they were so far ahead that C9 wasn't able to accumulate as many points. And TSM actually outscored C9 in most positions. I absolutely do not see that happening here. I think 100 Thieves runs away with it. I'm all in on FBI, I'm all in on Huhi, I'm all in on Closer, I'm all in on Someday. Uh, I'm going to have them as many places as I can. The last game of the day is Team Liquid versus Golden Guardians. Uh, Team Liquid is minus 400 favorites, and the kill number is at 23.5. I could see this game being interesting. I think TL wins, but I think it'll be close. I think Golden Guardians is better than most people think. Golden Guardians has been the best early game team in the league so far, in terms of gold differential at 15. And I think they'll continue. I think they'll. this game will be close until we get into the mid-game. And because of that, I think it will be a pretty high-scoring game too. I really like TL players here. Uh, because of that, I think that we will get more than 23.5 kills. I like the over there, and I like these players. My favorite DFS plays this week, 100 Thieves, all of them. CLG, I'm going to go with them against Immortals. Even though I think that game's a toss-up, I'll probably be picking both Palafox and Loser in the mid lane and bot lane. 
I do like FlyQuest versus Evil Geniuses, especially Takui, Johnson, and maybe Kumo. I'll have to decide if I like him or Someday better. And and I like TL too. Um, I won't be able to combine them with 100 Thieves, even though I think that might be the highest scoring lineup. And so what I'm going to do, my two teams, I'll have one with 100 Thieves and CLG, and another with Team Liquid and FlyQuest. My MVPs will likely be Hansama or Johnson on one side, and FBI on the other. Four Saturday's games. First one is TL versus Dean Dignitas. Liquid is minus 305 favorites. Kill score is 23.5. I think TL will win a slow game here. Again, I'm not huge on Dignitas, and I'm not huge on their matchups. And so I don't love the TL players. I think they'll be more expensive in your DFS lineups as what they're worth. The second game is TSM versus CLG. Should be the ultimate clown fiesta. The two bottom teams in the league so far. Both are 1-5. Could come in 1-6 even though I predicted CLG to win on Friday. Kill number is 25.5. So Vegas is also expecting a bloody game. The game's a total toss up. I kind of love everybody. I think you kind of have to make your pick on who you think's going to win. And then take the players there. Since I'm going CLG, again, I'm going to end up with probably Palafox and Loser in my lineup. Uh, not as my MVP, but I, I think it's another instance where the game could be bloody and you could be okay with a with the losing team here. The third game is 100 Thieves versus C9. C9 is minus 120 favorites, and the kill number is 24 and a half. I think 100 Thieves wins this one. Uh, Vegas has it as almost a complete toss-up, uh, even slightly C9 favored. I think 100 Thieves wins. I think they're the second best team. Uh, I think that it'll be a slow game. I think it'll be close, but I'm not sure it'll be super high scoring, just with what we've seen from C9 so far. Uh, so I'm kind of iffy on the players. I don't hate it if you pick them, but I won't be picking them. Uh, just because I, th- I think this game is going to be too clean. I don't think T- players are going to be getting picked off. Uh, I think it's going to be a close, low-scoring game. I take the under on the kills, and be, and I'm kind of iffy on these players. Fourth game is Immortals versus FlyQuest. The FlyQuest is minus 170 favorites, and the kill score is 24.5. I think this is another situation where FlyQuest wins big. Surprised this number is so low, Vegas just really does not like FlyQuest. But I'm targeting everyone here. Uh, Johnson will be my MVP, I'm sure. Uh, again, Takui, Kumo, Aframu. Uh, I'm going to have them all. I think this could look a lot like their game against TSM where Takui put up 50 and they just kind of dominated everybody. Last game is Golden Guardians versus Evil Geniuses. Uh, Evil Geniuses minus 250 favorites and 24 and a half is the kill score. I've said it a couple times. Golden Guardians is one of my favorite teams. I'm going to pick them here. Again, I think this one will be close. Uh, a lot of people believing Evil Geniuses will turn it around this week. And I'm just not sure that that's true Uh, they've just looked bad and so i'm going golden guardians i think they'll get a big lead early and i'm hoping they're able to close it out they have not been the cleanest in being able to close out games Uh, but if you believe in golden guardians here like i do pride stalker is a great pick lost is a great pick Uh, obviously i've said it a hundred times pride stalker is probably my favorite player in the league right now and so for my picks this week, I'll have two teams, again, like I do every time. My first one, I'm going to go with FlyQuest and CLG. And my second one, I'm going to go with Golden Guardians and TSM. Shooting for the moon with this one. Four Sunday's games. Unfortunately, as of Wednesday night, as I'm recording this, I don't see any Vegas odds for these games. And so I'm going to be 
kind of working with a little bit less information than normal, which really kind of bums me out. Hopefully I'll be able to, to find these find these odds before Sunday's matchups come around so that I can make the best decisions for our DFS leagues. The first game is FlyQuest versus C9. This is a game I'm fascinated to see. I could see this game going late. I think there'll be a lot of points uh, kind of against the norm for C9. I think maybe FlyQuest style will bleed over into C9. And so I'm picking FlyQuest here. Uh, I think they go 3-0 this week, or at least I really hope so. I think they're going to cement themselves at the top of the league with a win versus C9 and against Evil Geniuses. I think you need to pick your winner here, like I did with FlyQuest, and I think those players need to be on your lineup. The second game is Evil Geniuses versus CLG. Taking Evil Geniuses here, I think this is where they finally get their win this week on what's such a big week for them. But again, until I see it from JoJo and Impact, I'm just not picking Evil Geniuses players. Uh, I've already been burned once. I'm not going to get burned again. I've got JoJo in two of my fantasy leagues, my sleeper leagues. He's just been bad, so I'm avoiding this game for my DFS lineups, but I've got Evil Geniuses taking the win. The third game of the week is going to be a really fun one. It's TSM versus Team Liquid. Team Liquid's going to be huge favorites here. And I just love the Team Liquid players. Obviously, this is Bjergsen's kind of revenge game against TSM. Obviously, he spent so much time at TSM. And so I'm targeting the TL players. I kind of think they're going to rub it in. I think they're going to show TSM just what they're missing with Bjergsen. Uh, love Bjergsen. I think you have to have him in every lineup. I just can't imagine that he doesn't go off this game. I can't imagine that Santorin's not just going to camp for him. And I don't see how this goes wrong. And so I've got, I'm going to have Bjergsen everywhere. Love the Liquid players. I think they win big. Game 4 is Immortals versus Golden Guardians. I'm sure Golden Guardians will be small favorites here. Uh, I think Golden Guardians wins. Uh, I think they win pretty easy. I think they're going to get a big early lead. And again, I hope they're able to close it out well. Hasn't been their strong suit. Obviously, I've talked about it. They play through Pride Stalker. I'm going to have him in my lineup. I'm going to have a lot of the Golden Guardians. Last game is Team Dignitas versus 100 Thieves. Once again, I've said it three times now, but I think Dignitas just plays too slow for teams playing against them to really have great games. So I think 100 Thieves wins pretty easy, but they're not my favorite play. I probably won't have them in my lineup despite how much I love uh, FBI. Uh, I probably won't have them. So for my Sunday picks, uh, for my two teams, I'm going to have Team Liquid and Golden Guardians on one. I'm going to have Team Liquid and FlyQuest on the other. I'm just that confident that Liquid is going to roll. I might have Bjergsen as the MVP for both games. I just don't see how that goes wrong. And so really feeling good about this week's picks, Liquid and Golden Guardians and Liquid and FlyQuest. Next, we're going to talk picks and bans for your sleeper league. As we talked last week, I made picks for every champion, and if you would have went with exactly my picks, you would have gotten 36% right, as in 36% of the champions I correctly picked their champion in one of the two games. I think that's a little lower than I'd like to be. I got absolutely killed by the mid lane this week. Somehow, and someone who's more of a league genius will have to explain to me how Victor completely fell out of the meta with no changes. It was really bizarre. And so I was surprised to see that, obviously, by my picks. But we're going to do better this week. And so we're going to go ahead and get started. Looking at ADCs first, this is probably the most important one to get right, just because of the highest scoring role. As we looked at what was played last week, we had 90% of games had a Jinx, 
half of games had Nefelios. And so those are obviously the two you're going to look at. Uh, I'd be interested to see. Obviously, we're playing on a new patch this week as well. And so a couple decent changes there. One of which is Zeri was hit with some nerfs. And I am not smart enough to know how much it's going to nerf her, which is why I go straight to the source. And so LS on his patch note review, which of course happened before he was let go, uh, he talks about how Zeri, these nerfs definitely hit her, but not what the problem is with her. And he wondered if this could maybe slot her right into a spot where she actually gets played. Uh, I'd like to see it. I'm not going to pick it before I see it. Uh, other champions we've seen, we've seen Ezreal, we've seen Jin. Uh, they just haven't been prevalent enough to be pickable. And so I just don't see how you can do anything but pick Jinx for everybody. She seems to be the highest priority champion. Uh, she's first picked a lot. People are not really picking Ephelios over her, simply just as a counter pick or an answer to her. And so I'm picking Jinx for everyone. I could see FBI in the Senna, but I just can't pick it. For the mid lane, we saw three main picks last week. Corky, obviously, has been 100% pick and ban. We talked about last week how teams were willing to let Corky slide and pick him on the second rotation. Uh, this week we saw teams pick him way earlier. But the interesting thing is Vigar came up as a counter pick and actually had a really good win rate against the Corky. Uh, I wonder if we see Corky drop in priority due to how how effective that counter pick was or if, if we'll see some Vigar bans. The other champ is Oriana. We saw a couple Oriana games this week. She's just so reliable. Uh, she gets her damage off. She's supportive. And obviously the Shockwave makes for some great plays. And so I think those are kind of the three champs that you can really pick. I'm picking Corky for the majority of people. Uh, just He's just been such high priority. He's so reliable. His poke damage is so strong, even after they nerfed it. And so I'm putting Corky on almost everyone. We saw 100 Thieves and Evil Geniuses both first picked Corky in both games. But with how Evil Geniuses has been performing, I don't think they're going to put him back on the Corky, especially since he had a couple really strange, really poor plays. And so uh, I think they put him on something new. Jet talked about maybe him on the rise. I thought maybe Ari. Uh, I think I'm going to go with rise, something that gives him a little bit more ability to push and roam and affect other waves uh, so that they can try to get him more involved. Uh, he was so good in the lock-in tournament, and then he's just not been as good. So I wonder if they'll change up his champion pick. I'm going to put Oriana for fudge. I'm not sold that C9 is going to stop going with fun drafts. I almost feel like there's a lot of pressure on them to keep having fun drafts just so that the community doesn't rip them apart, you know, just because of how fun they were before. And so I'm going to put Fudge on Oriana, and then I'm going to put Corky for everybody else. In the jungle, we saw uh, Xin Zhao obviously has been the main jungler of the whole spring split. And we talked a little bit about Hecarim last week. Well, Hecarim suddenly burst on the scene. I uh, had a bunch of games, and so... And so I like Zinn on most of the junglers, especially the ones that play a little bit more cautiously, more to set up their team. Uh, I like Hecarim on, on our junglers that are more aggressive and really that the team tries to play through. And so I'm going to pick Hecarim for Blabber, for Pride Stalker, and for Jose Deodo. I think all three of those could utilize that champion well to try to take over a game. And then I'm going to pick Zin Zhao for everyone else. In the top lane, we talked about last week about Graves, uh, the 100% pick ban Gwen, which is really just 100% ban Gwen. 
was not nerfed yet, so she'll continue to be banned pretty much every game. Last week we saw a bunch of graves. This week, Nar was the most common pick. That seemed to come out of nowhere, kind of. We saw some Camille, and we saw some graves. And so, top lane has the most variety right now. A lot of counter picks. You know, Nar had a couple Trindamirs played into it. Camille's a decent matchup, too. And so, I think that this one's probably the biggest toss up. I think Summit's going to go back to Camille. I think they need to put him on a champion that has more more effect on the game. I don't think you can have him on Malphite again. And so I'm going to pick Summit for Camille. Jenkins played Camille both games last week, so I'll probably pick Camille for him too, for CLG. Licorice played Nar both games last week, so, so I'll go Nar there. I really like Whippo's Jace. I think Team Liquid plays well around that. Uh, he's played at each of the last two, or he's played at one game each of the last two weekends. So I'm going to pick Jace for Bwipo. Kumo played Trindamir last week. Uh, obviously they had that huge solo kill in that comeback, so I, I could see them putting him back on the Trindamir. And then I'll, I'll pick Gnar on the rest. As for TSM, obviously they've played the Enchanter top the last three games, but with the nerfs coming through on the new patch to the, the support item and the bounties, I just don't see them continuing with that. Uh, it makes it more of a risky strategy. Plus, last week's games were so wild uh, with a huge comeback that they should have lost. And then the game where, you know, if you get four kills on your AD with a normal comp, you probably just insta-win the game. But since they were running that weird comp, it didn't work out for them. And so I don't think they'll go back to the Enchantress support. Uh, I could see Huni playing a lot of things, so I'm going to pick Gnar for him. And finally, for support, uh, the main picks have been Thresh and Leona. And we've had a couple Nautilus, a couple Tom Kench. I think that Thresh is the main pick here. I think that as the other priority picks rise, so we see the the Gwens of the world become must-bans, I think that people are, are going to be more comfortable letting Thresh through. And every support plays Thresh. He's like the ultimate support. And so because of that, I'm picking Thresh on everybody. Uh, I could see who he playing set. We didn't see it last week. We saw it three times before. Uh, I'm not sure, but he also could play Thresh too. I just see, I just don't see any problem with picking Thresh on every support. We're going to finish today's episode up with our lock of the week and our fate of the week. For our lock of the week, last week, I said that 100 Thieves will be a top two bottom lane both Saturday and Sunday. Unfortunately, this wasn't quite right. Uh, Saturday was correct. They were the second highest scoring bot lane. They were only outscored by Tactical in that crazy game where they came back and won against Immortals. And then Sunday, I really thought they were going to roll over Immortals, and they didn't. Immortals got that great win. A couple big mistakes from players there, but so not quite right. This week's Lock of the Week, I'm going back to the well. Uh, I'm on the record, I've said it like five times today, that FBI is so good and they play so well around them. My Lock of the Week, FBI, will be the highest scoring player this weekend, combining the three games. And you could write that in stone. This week's Fate of the Week. Last week, we said that C9 would not be top three in any position which was bold because they were playing two of the worst teams in the league in TSM and CLG, and we absolutely nailed it. Only Summit and Fudge even scored remotely well in their win against TSM because they were so far behind and actually finished the game with less kills than TSM did. 
When you combine the two weeks, none of them were anywhere near the top three, and even Summit and Fudge's good game only was good enough for third on that week. So that was an absolute lock. This week's fate of the week. Impact and JoJo will not touch top three on any day. Not on Friday, not on Saturday, and not on Sunday. So many people are picking a revival for Evil Geniuses this week, and I just don't quite see it. Uh, Impact and JoJo have been bad. They're both bottom of their, their respective positions, and I don't think it changes. And so my fate of the week is on JoJo and Impact of Evil Geniuses will not be top three any day. Take that to the bank. And that's all we've got for the show today, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you like the show, if you like talking about Fantasy League of Legends, the best way you can support us right now is just to kind of follow and like us on Twitter, on YouTube, and on your favorite uh, podcast app. We're just trying to grow and get get listeners right now. And so find us on Twitter. It's at LFL Pod. Find us on YouTube. Uh, if you search Fantasy League of Legends, we'll pop right up. Join our DraftKings contest. The link for that is on our Twitter. It'll be in the description of this episode as well. Uh, we just get together, compete on a free contest. It's a lot of fun. Hit us up on those places. Thanks so much again, everyone, for listening in. This is Pistons Wish signing off. Peace out. <laughs>